Hey everybody and welcome to a very special Big Brother 18 Week 7 Recap Show with Jason Roy. Now a few quick things before we get started, of course if you guys don't know you can get the feeds from us at yourrealityrecaps.com slash feeds prize giveaways each week for people that do that. The best way to support our show is to become a patron at yourrealityrecaps.com slash patron. You get access to the patron only Facebook group, shows just for patrons each week, weekly prize giveaways, your questions asked to reality stars. But most importantly, it's what keeps us up and running all year long. Of course, if you don't want to become a patron, you can make a one-time donation over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash PayPal. Now, the thing that we are most excited about, because it's free and doesn't cost you guys anything, is to head over to yourrealityrecaps.com slash Amazon Trial. It is uh, basically you guys just sign up for a free trial of uh, Showtime or HBO or anything that you can watch right on your computer and it doesn't cost you any money, just cancel within the time period, they give us five dollars. Uh, there's a million shows you can choose from. I'll put a video at the end of this, which is only two minutes, explaining it more. If you've already done it, cancel. Do it some more times. Uh, it is what is going to fix all of our computer problems, all of our technical problems, if we can just get a thousand or so trials from you guys. So please, please help us out. Do that. Uh, lastly, if you want to watch any of our shows back, like this one, with previous house guests, they're at yourrealityrecaps.com bb18. If you want to see any of our spoiler shows or get spoiler information it's at slash bb18 spoilers you can get 24 7 live feed updates at bb18 feed updates and lastly all the flashback times are at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bb18 flashbacks and of course if you're watching this in youtube you can click on these buttons thumbs up and subscribe itunes five star rating and a nice review but now I know, shut up, Eric. Look, well, you guys don't do that. If you did it more, I wouldn't have to do such a long intro. Okay, let's go ahead and get to the man of the hour, the one we all want to talk with. It's Jason. Hey! <laughs> Hi. So funny. Go to Amazon or I'm done with you hoes. I'm so... Jason was here in the beginning of the show and I was like, oh, do we have video? No, we didn't have video called tech problems. I'm so sick of it. We need a new computer. Can people help us out already? Right? Charge well, for these shows. Can you help me out too, y'all? No. I'm Help Jason out. Please help Jason out. Jason, we're in a good mood for being it being a sad week. It is. But you know what? I think it's sort of like my stress is over with this week. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like last year after I was evicted, you don't really come home and you aren't really unstressed because you're still like in game mode. And then this year I've had to watch and support my girl the whole time, which I love and I'm very proud of her. But it's sort of now I can fall back into normal BB role in hate or love these people regardless of because all, all my people I really know have gone home. I mean, I know James, but Tiff and Day are gone. So, um, you know me, vagina power. So all my vaginas are out of the door. So I don't really have anyone left to care about. All right. 
I'm well, gonna... that's a lie. I do care about some of them, but we'll see. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to who you could care about. We, yeah. We're going to cover a lot on this show. And look, here's what I'm going to say to everyone. I know this is supposed to be our weekly recap show. I kind of feel like we covered it on the spoilers. I feel like everybody watching this watches all of our shows. So, yes, we're going to kind of talk about last week. Obviously, everyone wants to know about uh, what you think of Devon and everything that went down last week. But I just want to let everyone know this isn't so much a recappy show. But... I need to go back two weeks for one hot second, Jason, because yeah. I have a very important question that I asked you on Twitter and you ignored. So I'm going to ask uh, did you. Did I? Anil told me I ignored him on Twitter, too. I must be such a social media mogul. I'm just missing y'all shit. It's fine. I would like to ask you here now in public, Jason, is this you on a corner? Um. Well, yeah, that's the corner of my yard. <laughs> that's basically close to a corner. What was that exciting getting to fill like as a as a big brother super fan which you are an yeah. aficionado was that cool to not only get to be on the show but also get to film like a segment it was cool to film a segment. I mean, it's a little bit strange. The last time you sort of are in that segment world is when they hand you your key and you right. feel very awkward at that moment and like so it's so what are those um you don't know you're on TV when you're on Big Brother. You don't have, like, a boom mic guy, you know, like, even in the diary room, the sort of questions, you're talking a lot more in the diary room, and then when you do a segment, they're, like, asking you questions. So mm -hmm. it was definitely interesting, um, but it, it's just, I, I, I laugh every time I see myself on TV, because I know, like, what they do to me, and I love them for it. Like, I don't care if Big Brother makes me look like the poorest dimwit they have ever met every season forever. Like, I don't care, but it's just funny. Every time you see me, you, you they play that little, like, music. Like, here's this idiot. Here he is. Still being an idiot. Like, um, but I love it. It's fun. I thought you got a great edit. Meg, on the other hand. Meg was strange. Like, she had, like, old men hitting on her. How about the fact that, I, I forget what it was, it enraged me at the time, it was something like James, uh, oh, Meg led James on, was the, they literally, like, they literally cut to James being like, oh yeah, Meg led me on. I was like, what? We're leaving that in the show? No, he didn't lead her, she didn't lead him on. I mean, everyone's, like, personal relationships go south, go north, go all over the damn place, but... Uh, it was pretty official even when they damn met that that was not going to go anywhere like that. But, I mean, yeah. you, everyone gets in their emotions, and it is what it is. Uh, no one wants to see either one of their friends, like, hurt over anything. Right. But I wish that, like, I wish that he just wouldn't speak about her on feeds, because she's not really speaking about him out here. And luckily, the Nat-Nat situation has alleviated, so now people are, like, forgetting Meg, which is probably perfectly fine with Meg. She would probably prefer yeah. it that way. I wasn't even talking about it in sense of outside of the game. I mean, we all watch Big Brother. Meg didn't lead John. <laughs> like, she was always trying to get away from you. So I don't even understand why that was the edit that Meg got in that segment. It really, really annoyed me. Well, you also have to remember that James, Meg is a secondary character at this point. Or, like, a third or fourth secondary character. So James's opinion on how he saw things go mm -hmm. is more of... I don't want to say CBS's opinion, but more the first-person character's opinion. So right. it's always going to be written, like, from his point of view, because he's pers the person they're giving the first-person account. Do you think James and Natalie will end up on Amazing Race? 
Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm actually would probably book money on it now. I mean, it's clear. Um, I mean, even Julie Chen has said it. Les loves James, so I don't expect him to really go anywhere off of CBS shows anytime soon. Natalie is friends with girls that were on The Amazing Race. That's probably how she even got hooked up into a casting scenario. She said that on the feeds, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that. I knew those girls were friends with her because I met them at Reality Rally. So, um, I'm, I think that, um, I don't know, a lot of people question the genuineness of it. I actually find it pretty genuine, but there's the only thing that I think is that if Natalie came from people who know this TV realm a little bit more, they know a little bit more about creating storylines. And this show, you have to create yourself storylines or you're not going to get airtime. And for most players, right. like for me, I didn't want the airtime. I wanted, I was I was down <laughs> with taking the Andy road. Like, don't air me at all until Final Six. I was fine with that. But, I mean, in the long run, these people have to create themselves storylines or they'll never get on The Amazing Race. Or they'll, you know what I'm saying? Right. They, were me and Day on The Amazing Race this last year? No, we weren't, because we didn't got that many storylines. So, um, good on them if that happens, but that's probably where they're headed. Um, It'd be an interesting group on The Amazing Race, probably. <sighs> Although, I, they, none, they probably wouldn't fight with each other, which the best part of The Amazing Race is when people are yelling at each other. So, you know. Mm, I honestly, like, I hate it because I feel like that's all James is playing to the cameras for this season and I feel like when he's in a competition and is like Meg up uh, Meg Natalie's gonna kiss me on this one when I win or like Natalie when you do your speech make sure you talk about us being a couple see I don't think that's a play for future shows that's just a play at staying in America's heart in this show oh, you think? I think that's a play for storyline I think that's a play for America's favorite I think that's just a play for this season I don't necessarily look that long time run because as much as I have um, scaled back some of my shade on James. He is he will go on another network. Like James wants to be on TV and make as much money from TV and be a TV personality. Mm -hmm. Good on him if that's what he wants. He's he he don't have no loyalty to CBS. If he wants to go on Redneck Island tomorrow <laughs> and can get on it, he'll be there. So, um I don't know if it's a play for future mm -hmm. shows as much as it's just a play to stay in favor for this show. Which I honestly, it doesn't seem like there's much he can do to fall out of favor for this show. He's always going to have people that really like him. He really has a part of the public that really identify with him. Like, I'm not scooping up Southerners. Trump they don't supporters? Identi well, hey, that... Now, I'm not going that far. I don't know his political whatever, but we're just gonna we're gonna we're not gonna touch that one. I've been I've been staying away from the politics. Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say, Jason, because yeah. I have a very important comment from a lot of people in the chat room. Okay. They want you to know that you look real good and real tan. Real good and real tan. I have not seen the sun, and I have a crater on my face. Your bitch is a lion. Well, I guess that's because I look so white or and or pink. You look right pretty now. tan. No, I look pink and white. So I don't know. You look tan. Whatever. Okay. Chat well, room okay. says it, and I'm letting them all know. I know, right? Do you know what I did? You go back and watch BB17 finale. That's what tan Jason looks like. Okay, BB17. Finale. I am dark as hell at finale because I had nothing to do all summer. Yeah, well, you just lay out in the sun all the time yeah. um all right let us talk for a second about another important thing okay. and it is what was happening with julie's face here oh Be leave my girl julie alone <laughs> i'm just saying it seemed a little bit like she had something in her eye 
Hey, reading them teleprompters for that damn long, I would have something in my eye too. Like, I, she must have LASIK because them, that teleprompter be far as hell away too. So I don't Is know. Is it that I, far away? It seems like it. I mean, granted, you don't even like know what's going on when you're out in that studio audience. You're like barely alive. But it don't seem like I wouldn't be able to read as much as she reads. I mean, I can barely read in general, but you know. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this for the people that are like, hey, rah, rah, recap, watch this, watch how quick we do this. Hey, you know what happened on week seven? Uh, Paul was HOH, he nominated Paulie and Bridget, and then uh, Paulie won the POV, and he swapped out uh, Paulie, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> he swapped out, yeah, Paulie for Devon. He took himself off for Devon. Now look, we know going into this week that this was the plan Paulie kind of started pushing. Kind of started. This motherfucker immaculate conception this plan. (laughs) Really? Really? Okay, go for it. I'm letting you go. Paulie has ran every single week in this house. I don't know what Paulie's asshole tastes like, but it must be good because all these motherfuckers are licking it. So, um, it's just one of those things where it's, he's in a great spot. Paulie keeps building himself the Derek role, but this is the thing, is we ain't never gonna have another Derek, boo. I'll see your ass cut at final three if you think that you're gonna do this whole big, I'm gonna control every week, I'm gonna make it, you know, this whole, the new, the board, and the fucking executives, (laughs) and every week there's a new thing, just Uh so he, Paulie can be the main person in someone's ear, and can run the show. And that's great game! Good on him! You're perfectly arrogant, manipulative cunt but um <laughs> i just threw myself off there with the c word like jason scale it back now um that is not going to really mean too much in the long run you may have mm-hmm. it all your ducks in a row at this point but like is it really going to be that easy for you nobody has that easy of a big brother road and i think that just nobody in there has any guts to tell him like no we don't like this because they all just want to do what he wants to do because they want to be Derek and Cody's chihuahuas. This is my main alumni shade I'll throw. Nobody wants to talk shit about Pauly because everyone wants to be in good with Derek and Cody. Listen, I've met Derek and Cody. They're really nice guys. Do, do I really care about being in with anyone? No, I don't care if I'm in with my favorite alumni ever. I don't care if I never hear... My life was fine before and after, so I think most people are not saying shit about Paulie, except the people on Twitter who are, you know, the fandom, because they see it what it is. Y'all out here on the feeds, y'all see. The the main thing that I want to say about Paulie is not even necessarily game. You know, it's where it's connected to this Zakai uh, late night activity things. Oh, everyone, everyone is shading the fuck out this girl because she, listen. Every hoe at home. Most of y'all bitches ain't virgins, and most of y'all ain't made every right decision with your vagina. We have all made mistakes. We have all slept with people and then regretted it afterwards. We have all done things. And he has received zero backlash from this. And she has received all the backlash, and yet she's the person that's crying and regretting it. She's the person realizing that maybe this has gone too far, and maybe I didn't make the right decision. And he doesn't care! He's busy railing her from behind and still wants to vote her out! Like, his penis doesn't even have any loyalty! You have to! 
to be kidding me. Like, I know it's a game, but guess what? Then stay away from her. You can't use this girl as a sexual toy and then want to vote her out. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> Gonna reel you back in. Okay. Let me ask you this. Do you think in Polly's mind, yeah. he kind of has a similar relationship with um, Zakia that Derek had with Victoria? Now, I understand Derek married, so there was nothing physical. Yeah. But do you... No, well, I think uh, that's a big insult to Zakia because Victoria can barely tie her shoes. I think that Victoria was more in a meech position where if you're gonna leave Victoria around forever because she is incompetent and unsturdy and unwatever. And I don't see Zakaya as that sort of game player. I think Zakaya's got a lot more game than Victoria did on her best day. One hundred percent. I mean it in the aspect of Still let's keep it real. Derek could control anything Victoria did. Derek right. could have said, Victoria, oh, split your wrist and open. Pretty, yeah, and that's pretty much what he's doing, is he's controlling anything she's doing. But it's almost like psychological warfare. Right. Like, like MK Ultra, I'm gonna rape you and then rebuild you shit. <laughs> Not saying that he's yeah. raped her at yeah. all, at all. I know y'all like to take shit to the left. But you know what I'm saying? That's some Brian, uh, mindfuck shit. That's somehow you brainwash children. Yeah, Polly has a way that is freaky to me. Like I was I was talking about this I think to Spring Crawls yesterday in the sense of it seems like uh let's say Frank, he did a lot of stuff to the women in the house, but then he kind of like I don't think it was malicious. It was no, brought to I his... don't think and I don't even think Frank did any of that as intimidation factor. He was not trying to do that as game. That Frank was just being Frank and not realizing that that doesn't fly with everyone. But I feel like the Holy way is a little bit more using it as game and manipulation. It's like you can't be mean to this girl and then dick her down later right. so that her head is completely fucked up. Like that's not right to her and it's just not but but this is also the other thing. Everyone wants to talk about their late night activities. No one cares that she's been uh Nicole's been tossing off Corey every single night at five AM. My feeds are lit. Like, people be telling me everything. I ain't got to be home to be watching and know what's going on. And it's just sort of sad that um, Zakaya is branded with this, like, oh, da-da-da-da-da, people want to say whatever about her because she might be having late-night activities. But half y'all bitches that be saying that be loving Nicole. You ain't worried where her hands be at, are you? She got th two fingers up Corey's bum, but you don't care about that. Okay, now, look, maybe... I'm not even just playing devil's advocate to play devil's advocate here. And maybe this is just I'm lucky in reality recaps fans. I'll say two things. One, I think Paulie's getting a ton of backlash. So I wouldn't say Paulie's not getting any backlash. I think he's getting but a I ton. But I think his backlash is not anything connected to that. I think his so, backlash was already that people thought he was an arrogant know-it-all and that he is already in too much power and people like the underdogs. I don't think that his backlash had had anything to do with the sexualness. I think it has to do a lot with people thinking that he's manipulating Zakia now. Using that, right, okay. Yes. So I would say sex of, and I will also say, we have made, and I've seen a ton of jokes about Nicole too. I was like, what was Nicole doing last night? So yeah. we were all on it with Nicole oh, yeah. too. But I completely agree. 
it it does seem anything sexual in the Big Brother house, uh, women take people the fall also, for. Oh, of course, of course. But people also act like they're so shocked by this. Like April and Ollie been having sex in there since two thousand nine or whatever. So I mean, sex in the Big Brother house or. Uh, parts of sex or whatever these hell be diddling these people do isn't you do that in real life right half your hoes are on grinder right now going to look up for some random person to hook up with tonight so it don't act like um so self-righteous about how dare these people be sexually active creatures when y'all out here being sexually active creatures too you just don't have cameras following you around exactly I want to throw out an interesting scenario to you. I would like to... You're gonna, Scenarios. Yeah. You, I would like you to... You're going to have to go into Paulie's body now. I have to go into his body? Well, I want you to pretend like you're Paulie. And, or, no, you just tell me what you think he's going to do. Okay. What do you think would happen if the final three yep. was Paulie, Bridget... Okay. And... Let's say this is. I see Bridget more in the Victoria role for him. Perfect. So right. Paulie, Bridget, and let's just say Paul. Let's say Paul keeps going down the Corey Road. This is why I didn't understand why Paulie was throwing Zakai under the bus to Paul. Wouldn't that have been his personal perfect final three scenario? His girlfriend that will take him, and his PP brother that will take him. No. I thought that that would have been his perfect scenario. And I'm thinking, why are you stirring their pot? You should have left Zakai over here alone, Paul over here alone. Let her say that she wants to target Paul. Keep tapping her shoulder and say, okay, 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 honey. But don't tell Paul that until you actually need to. Because I think he realizes that Zakia is, well, we know. We've seen them have fights on the feeds yeah. a lot. They're just not showing it on the show. So I think he doesn't feel safe. But I would just be interested to know what Paulie would do in the same, let's say, situation Cody was in on his season. Okay. Would he take the Bridget that he could probably win against? Yeah. Or would he take this the is, Paul? This is my Miss Cleo moment vision. Mm-hmm. If that's our final three and he takes Bridget, Bridget wins. Of course, because this is the most bitter jury there's ever going to be. I honestly don't think that at this point... I mean, Paulie is playing a great game, and a lot of them jurors are going to realize that and have to vote for him if he's there. But I think someone's going to take him out before he's there because he's playing such a great game. Or if he gets down to the end, it's going to be Dan Giesling Season 14, where everyone loathes him so much... Mm-hmm. That they will give Bridget the half a million dollars. Because Bridget's played. She has played. She can win comps. Bridget has shown to be probably one of the strongest females we have this year. Bridget? Yeah. What did she win again? She bounced the tennis ball. And she won a veto. Didn't she win two vetoes? I feel like Bridget has been one more than any of the girls. Well, you would know. You're the historian. but Honestly, a- my history is PBB17. BB17, then I got down. You know, my, I, I'm I'm old historian now. I grew up with the history, but chat, I don't know which chat room this season well enough. Did she but I think win- she's been three cops. Why do I not remember her winning a POV? She won an HOH. She won the POV that she had the HOH for that week. Oh, she won the veto when when Frank smashed on her foot. 
Yes. And then she won the HOA. Oh, just two comps. They're just saying she only won two. Okay. But I mean, one of those is a more physical side, and no, one of I those agree. is a more mental side. So I think she showed herself to be well-versed, not socially, because she's really just sitting in a corner and crying. But that's the reason Bridget is still there, because she was so alone after Frank is the reason Paulie has scooped her up. And because Paulie has scooped her up, she's now guaranteed, like, Final Four or some shit. Right. Because he's just creating new alliances every week. Like, I don't need... First off, side note. How fucking dumb is Victor? How fucking dumb is Victor? Did you... I I understand there's a lot of Victor love for him. A lot of people be loving him that hated him, his first eviction, and now they love him again. It's really just because they hate everyone else more now. Mm -hmm. And we just know these people better than we know Victor. But, boy, you got backdoored by a kid that you're now gonna make an alliance with. I understand this game is long, but it ain't that motherfucking long. It's not like he kicked you out four years ago. You did not get backdoored in BB9. So what the hell are you doing thinking that it's best for you to go... I understand they always are going to be in power. Yeah, you should probably protect... This was your chance, Victor. You won HOH and you're going to go after girls that these people want you to go after. Like, what the main reason... Like, Big Brother, the minute is someone is telling you to do something, guess what? It works out better for their benefit than it does yours. So why the hell would you want to do that? Unless your benefit is so intertwined with theirs. And I don't think him and Paulie's goals are intertwined. So yeah. what the hell are you doing by taking out Paulie's targets? Let, let, let Zakaya stay there, because Paulie can never nominate her. Mm-hmm. But now that you're going to nominate her for her, he sure as hell is going to say, bye, girl, sorry. And now can't play next week. And look, he wins every competition he's in, basically. There's yep. no way they're not taking him out. And we know it's double elimination on Thursday. Well, you know what? If some of these people are smart, let's hope they don't touch him on Thursday. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I, I can see Victor going super far. I can see Victor winning a lot of competitions. Is it just me? Is he annoying as shit, though? I know everyone's annoying as shit on Big Brother. I know that's how you get on the show, is you, you're an annoying personality tape, probably, to begin with. But he yells so much. I was on feeds the other day, and mm-hmm. I could hear him from, like, four rooms away. He was outside outside and i was in the tokyo bedroom and i could hear his fucking ass shut up i'm loud as shit but shut up i felt that about frank i didn't feel that about victor the annoying victor is the i didn't feel that about frank oh my god that was my main complaint about frank victor is just ah 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 he's like the count on sesame street laugh that's what annoys that and he has big nipples and i can't get past his nipples it grosses me out but the boys this year their their sense of humor is just so boyish i'm actually really lucky with my season looking back i was like these alpha male douchebags but i really didn't have that many alpha male douchebags in my season even the ones who are alpha male douchebags were actually like way more um layered human beings like you can look at austin like he's like, whatever kind of guy but he's into poetry and in fucking medieval shit he's got he's all over the place he's a very he's an onion but these douchebags this year are just like pure as hell i love protein and working out in fucking girls from behind douchebags yeah i would say a lot of people on your season weren't so out and obvious about it they were like more yeah no but i don't think they are really in general to their core personalities like, even Clay, you think, oh, he is the muscle douchebag. But Clay's not really a douchebag. He's actually kind of a nice guy. He's very so, nice and down to earth. He's actually a very nice. Yeah, he's very down to earth. So it is a little bit like, 
But then again, I, I know those people, and I don't really know these people, so we'll see. Yeah, I was just trying to get the joke out. It seems like the people in your season were are, like, more in a closet. But we're <laughs> going to move on, like, all of them. But I, I here, this is what I want to do, because we have, like, a lot to do. Oh, my God, there's so many important parts. Watch this. It was the roll the ball thing for the HOH. We saw Devon not make it, which was the first kink in this week. Let me ask you this, Jason. How stupid was it of people to keep playing? Because the first three people went out were have-nots. I thought Devon was brilliant to wait to the end. I would have thrown it last, too. I was surprised how many people, once Pauly was in that position with that high number, how many people were like, oh, what the hell, I'll throw it, I'll just be a have-not this week. Well, isn't that how this season has gone? Mm -hmm. Isn't that just what these people are falling in line to? It's very mom mentality, ducks in a row this year, they're wild geese crossing the road, and since they're all just standing in line behind Polly, and if that's what they want to do that's clearly their game and that's why this year even I've said it even back in the team days when everything was about oh I'm going to throw this OHA I hate that throwing crap I understand that that's a very valid way to play this game we've had lots of people win by doing nothing but friggin throwing but like if the respect yeah. that you get from me at least is none if your game is just I'ma throw it to stay safe. Like, I get it. That's probably smart gameplay, and that's probably why they would be on a season longer than I was, but I'm not built like that. I got too much pride, and I chase triumph. Either chase triumph or get the fuck out. All right, so I'm going to say this, because I have a lot of questions for you about yeah. POV and America's uh, care yeah. packages. So, like we said, uh, Paulie ended up putting up uh Polly and Bridget originally which was the plan over at the POV Polly of course won it by the way I'm just throwing this in here here's his stupid fight with what's her name Nosakia <laughs> One of the many they had on the feeds that we didn't get to see on the show. Uh, and then Polly took himself down and uh, Devon went up. Now, this is kind of the part where we saw a lot in the edit. James saying, I could save Devon, but I'm not gonna because I'm not a target. Why am I going to make myself a target? But I could save her if I wanted to. Do you agree We'll start with that James could have saved Devon, you know, this week or last week. I mean, he was the only person that could have saved Devon. I don't think that um, anybody else would have been able to shuffle around any votes. I don't really know if he would have even saved Devon because I think she would have only ended up with four votes, even if him and Natalie flip. And I don't think that James has any pull with anyone else to flip a fifth. And then it goes to HOH tie and they wouldn't have gotten what they wanted anyway. But um, it is a little bit... Um, just it, it it almost shows that James is a better, better game player than last year because last year he was very I'm gonna go out with the loyalty he voted for me to stay even though we all knew that that was not gonna happen in a cold day in hell mm -hmm. so um I mean I would have liked to see him remain loyal but um their alliance him and Davon's is more of convenience and familiarity than actual loyalty and bond if you know what I mean. Me and Days is loyalty and bond. His are, well, you're from my season. But I talked to Day. It's not like she's had as much contact with him over the last year as I did. It's not like her and James have been kumbaya and every night for the last year. So, but 
so we saw on, I think it was the show, I'm pretty sure it was the show, that Devon was asking James about votes and was like, you know, and you're not going to do uh, we'll bridge it next week or whatever. And like, <sighs> Exactly. But Devon got emotional. Like, we saw Devon kind of be like, really, James? You would do that to me? Like, even if he said not to? I think that's when Devon finally realized that she doesn't have no Jason in there. That there ain't not one person in there. She, was, she didn't play a very loyal game to a lot of people, but no one was playing loyal to her. And I think that's when she really realized that she don't even got James. Right. Do you do you think, I already know what your answer is going to be, do you think she made a mistake getting rid of Tiffany? I think that she was blinded in the moment of aiming at Tiffany. Just like we did very much in my season, we focused so much on Audrey. Um, they just spent so much of their energy focusing on Tiffany and then Frank that um, she ended up losing sight of the real long end goal and um, when you target someone that hard and then that person goes everyone now thinks that you must be finding your new target which you you have to so I think that it's just not a good spot to be in I think that Tiffany there would have helped Davon mm. but are t were Tiffany and Davon probably ever going to solve their mess of a thing Probably not. I think Davon would have resolved it with Tiffany, but I don't think Tiffany would have resolved it with Davon. So I think that for Davon, leaving Tiffany around is like if Davon and Shelly suddenly had made up and were like, we're going to work together again. Like, yeah, for about four minutes. I was surprised, honestly, that Devon didn't try a little bit to maybe get the target off Frank. But I realize I'm saying that, and all that would have done is just put a bigger target on Devon. But I think right. Devon... It would have been like, now she's flipping back. Right. Which, that's what she really should have done, is tried to flip back to the Frank side. Even when Tiffany was still there, she should have tried to run with Tiffany, Frank, and Bridget. Um, just because... The other people never really were loyal to her to begin with. And at least Frank, as much as he was targeting her, was on his shit. He was real shit saying, yo, you're my target, da 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 I'd rather have, um, I think that a game relationship is more fruitful if you're going to be on your real shit instead of just acting like we're not targeting each other when we are. Right. What... What do you think of the whole America's Care Package and now... I like America's Care Package. What? Yeah. Well, you know me. I like... I'm down for, like, new twists and stuff, and especially some that aren't always comps because, you know, we just see the same person win these comps regardless of if it's a roadkill or okay. a, a battle of the block or whatever the hell it is. You're still going to see the same sort of people come into power, but it's finally... Um, time for America to have their say. I, I was hoping we could have had some fucking America have their say on BB-17, but that never fucking happened. But um, it's finally to see America get to vote something that affects the game. But because it's public, um, unless they will all like have not passed like Natalie has gotten, they're not going to cause as much of cause and effect as we would hope they will. Because like we've seen, James has pretty much already like planned with everyone whose votes he's going to know. And that's like the worst way we want to see this care package used. We don't want, we want it, we want it to see it as strategy. But you, you agree though, correct, like, and I hated saying it, but brilliant, I mean, not brilliant, but the best game move for James. What is he going to do? Put a big target on his back? Like a lot of people are enraged that James, you know, asked the house to come to a consensus on who to vote out. I'm James like, is... 
playing as much as he's not probably here to win. Um, well, I mean, obviously, at this point, he should be there to win, so I'm going to hope he's there to win. But um, I think that he is playing definitely the house's best friend. Mm -hmm. Whoever the house is is who James is. So he is very, very cautious this year about pissing anyone off or doing anything that anyone doesn't like. And that's why even when his HOH came around, it probably wasn't um, the smartest is playing him even to target Frank and Bridget, but um, he's always going to do what the majority of people want because he's there about trying to stay long term. But what these people don't understand is you can do, roll a majority for so long, but eventually, like everyone falls out of favor. The majority will eventually not. There will be no majority. This house goes down to damn how many people? You know what I'm saying? You can't stay a majority forever. So I think that it's a play to stay longer than he did in Big Brother 17. Mm -hmm. But will he even necessarily? Because we have the way things are linked up, it's like if he's rolling with Natalie, he might find himself in a very similar spot that him and Meg found himself in last year. Uh, we'll leave them around for a little bit. They're not as big of a target as Jason. They're not as big as a target as Jackie. We'll leave them, we'll leave them, we'll leave them. But it's coming. Everyone's got their day. you got to meet Julie eventually. I honestly think Jason is one of the people... I mean, Jason. Okay. <laughs> James is that. one of the best people... Uh, one of the best spots in yeah. the house right now. I think him and, and Paulie... I said that he wasn't really playing the beginning of the season, and I think that really worked well for him. I think out of all the veterans, it looked like he was playing the weakest, but by playing the weakest to begin with is your strongest end game. Right. And uh, well, now wait. Now I want to backtrack for one second to America's okay. Care Package because yes. here's my point to it. I agree with you. It's great that we get a say and we get a voice, but our voice is delayed to the next week. Like we're never voting on the thing right. to help the people currently for that week. Yes. Which so in that aspect, I don't. I don't really like it. I do I like that you can't win it twice. And I like yes. the strategicness of we need to give things to the people we don't want to get the good things. Right, and in certain orders. But I do also think that, like, look, we've already gave James, James and Natalie two of them. Well, who the hell are we going to give, like, the co-HOH one to or the, this one to? Eventually, Paulie's going to win one of these damn things, and he's the last person that needs it. And it's no shade on his game. It's just I just want to see somebody try to stand up. To, like, come on, anybody anybody like somebody please make a move anybody well victor doesn't like james right i think victor's the only one in the house who did not like james i think well wouldn't he have like a problem with james's pranks or whatever so thank yeah. thank you victor for ending all the prank segments because america was not a fan of those we love um, them james said so on the feeds last night he said he fan, said we love those he segments. says fans love when he plays pranks and they do love when he destroys the house his fans his fans he this is fans. the thing we all have our own fans i got my fans he's got his fans and there's bb fans that hate probably both of us or love both of us mm -hmm. or hate one of us the, the 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 word fans don't mean shit yeah i agree um uh, here's my favorite part of devon uh this week when she was getting pissed off at nicole's face which i happen to have right here um and i will say devon ending up on uh the block of course next to bridget and like we all saw unfortunately devon going home now or to jury 
three questions on this. Three. Number one, did you think she had the round trip ticket? I mean, we know she didn't. I was praying, but I honestly didn't think that she did. Okay. Uh, and because I'm a skeptic always. So I just know that um, good things only happen to bad people. So um, Devon would definitely not have the returning ticket because she's not a bad person. Okay, so I wish you didn't say that before I asked the follow-up of... Who's who, got the ticket? Who do you think has it, Jason? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Victor has it, and it will be a travesty in Big Brother um, history that this guy will have three chances in one season. Um, it's him or probably Paul. Yeah, I would. And I actually don't think it, this is the thing. Is I'm saying that only horrible people get nice things because apparently I. I mean, Davon won a twist in my season, <laughs> so true. That's not true, but I look at it like I don't ever fucking win nothing. The scratch. I sure as hell wouldn't have the return ticket if I was in there. I just know how my luck goes, so I wasn't surprised to see that Davon had that same luck. Um, the ticket could really belong to friggin' anyone. Clearly, everyone thought they were onto something with Ocho Rios, and clearly we weren't. So, it doesn't mean anything. It could be absolutely anyone. I would actually, um, hope that it's Bridget. I hope it's I would nobody. Love, I would love, I don't think it, well, it, well, oh, you mean that you hope that it never gets used. Right. Right. Um, I'd be fine with it never getting used. I'm hoping a girl has it, because at this point, we went from the beginning of the season of saying a girl's definitely gonna win to us saying, oh my god, there's no way a girl can win this season. So, yeah. um, I'm just hoping a little bit, um, vagina power. Um, well, do you think, because here's my theory, what, yeah. we only have two more weeks, so two people that go home this week, and then one yeah. more person. So three right. more people have to go, but if none of those three people have it, I'm thinking jury buyback. I don't know. I'm thinking think? that this is their form of a jury buyback. And if it doesn't work out, it will look a little bit silly for them to go, okay, I know we didn't, okay, that, oops, that twist didn't work. So let's do a jury buyback. If anything, um, we'll probably just see a screwed up week where we see in Big Brother 16 where we got a reset button and a da-da-da-da-da. They'll just probably skew the end of the season. I'm not expecting a jury buyback. Oh, God, I wish I would have remembered the math. I feel like we also still have to have that. The math, yeah, I mean, it's still, you still might have to have that. Yeah, but then again, if you get rid of one of your double evictions, then maybe you don't have to have that. It's True. a constantly, True. like, weighing game of, um, if this happens, then this can happen, right. then this can happen. And even when you're in there, you're, like, trying to figure out the weeks, and it doesn't even seem to make sense. I was always doing the math going, well, there's got to be twins because we have so many weeks. But even that, that doesn't don't, don't really mean anything. We, yeah. As BBUK has shown us this last summer, right. Big Brother can decide halfway through the season we're going to cut this thing short. So if they want to bump off a week, they can bump off a week. I honestly don't think they can. I think they're contractually obligated, marketing-wise, to go to whenever. And I will say, we know for a fact they have eight weeks left. Yeah. So what? They have eight weeks left, and who is in this house? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> look at your little things on these people. Why does Bridget look like a witch? Okay, to be fair, to be fair... <laughs> 
That was. And before. I like Michelle with a crown because I I low key love Michelle because I think that we're kind of the same person. I'll probably really make like friends with her in real life. Right. But no, right. that she's she's emotionally unstable. Like somebody helped this chick. Somebody I was trying to. Her. I was trying to make Bridget a Cabbage Patch doll. I also used to oh. have testicles on Frank's face for dickhead, and I used to like. Uh, oh, Corey has this gay rainbow. Yay! But. Um, I, I love the things y'all do. Same thing with that emoji update. I think it's Cleo the Leo that does it. I love emoji update. I love emoji. We started doing Pokemon updates. We have okay. to. We have to keep in with what's in trend. Now we have Pokemon update for. But yes, I uh totally forgot what my oh seven seven people. Yeah. So eight weeks, seven people. Oh, okay, so maybe we don't need to buy back then. I don't know. I'm making it up. It's math. I mean, you never know. Even even when you try to do the math like that, is it's like you still have no idea, especially with two double evicts or however the hell they want to do this. So you really don't know. But I'm honestly kind of not expecting that, especially since... Well, actually, no. Does jury... They usually show them goodbye videos. Uh, yes. Yeah, because Devon saw goodbye videos, and I mean, a lot of the jury goodbye videos, they won't really be saying much of anything in it other than, like, bye. And Julie won't really say much in the interview other than, like, bye, because they're not giving you anything away. But that also could be because that person could come back into the game. But usually I think they like to... Um, tease the public and tease the house guest at that moment. I think she would have said to Davon it, whoa, this might not be the last we see you, Davon, da 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 Right. Um, I want to take a bunch of fan questions for you, so chat room, you can start doing them, but the one, I, I want to make sure that we talk about this for one quick second, I don't want to okay. forget. As you know, CBS officially announced Big Brother 19 yeah. this past week. I think we all know two-thirds of the Big Brother audience is the television watcher, and yeah. one-third is the feed watcher. I yeah. think CBS needs a gimmick, in a way, to convert the television watchers over feed to the watcher. feeds. I mean, it, that's true. I mean, I don't want to say that it's a gimmick, but it will bring people over. But right. a lot of people will also refuse to come over. Um the only thing that's weird about it is for me, as I'm thinking as BB historian, mm -hmm. it's like now if you want to do a BB All-Stars or if you want to do an anything, can you even pick the 19 kids? Or will they be like lower down on the totem pole than the Big Brother 9 kids? And that's my only my only fear for those people or for the franchise is that um, if we jump the shark on 19... Mm -hmm. Can we then continue with it still looking really valid? You know, like, say everyone wants to say that BB20 is going to be all-stars. Right. Oh, Can it is. Bring... Official, I call it. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, you've been calling it since, like, BB9. Thank you. Um, uh, can you bring back kids from 19 that two-thirds of your, yeah. your public are not going to know? I think you can. I think... The for them, it would be like bringing in newbies. You know what I'm saying? For the seven-year-old grandmas who are never going to touch a computer and just have their TVs set on CBS all day, every day, and just so happens to watch Big Brother because of that, are they going to, you know? I think it's not a big deal. I think for CBS... It's really not a big deal because if they bring anyone back from... It's going to be only one. You know, it won't be a big deal, but... I thought what they should have done, because I'm surprised they've had a week to talk about it on the show and haven't, I think they should have made the round trip ticket 
an option for you to go into 19 and then get to tell the whole audience, hey, 19 is happening online, uh, taking something. That would be a great twist, send them over there, but um, I don't, like, if you would have hand me a round trip ticket and said you can go back in and play with these people you already know, or you can start back at scratch with 16 new people for less money, um, I don't think anyone would choose to go on 19 if they already had the chance at the half a million. Now, if you never have the chance at the half a million, you can get a chance at a quarter of the million or whatever the 19 prize is, then yeah, good on you, go for it. I'll still take a quarter of a million. But if you already had the chance for the half a million and you could still stay with that chance, are you gonna downgrade yourself? Oh, I'm not saying it's either or. You go back in the house or to oh. go to 19. I just okay. think it sh they should have... They should have gone to 19. They should also have some, like, go to 19. But, I mean, this year we also had pullover from BB-17. You don't want to have too much of the rolling cast. Because what if Davon had it? Then we would have had three seasons in a row with Davon on it. I, I would be here for it, but a lot of people would be like, this is ridiculous. I think they should pull somebody from... Uh, here's what I think they need to do. I think they need to take somebody from Jury or somebody loved this season and put them on 19. I think they need other... And I look, this season is... I used to love returning players. This season has turned me off returning players. But... You know, it's all about, you know, returning players are, we like to look at them sometimes like they're veterans, but sometimes they're not as versed as, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes they've gotten better at the game, and sometimes they've gotten worse, so you just never really know with them. Oh, oh Jason, I know exactly what you're saying. So, here's what else I'm going to say, Jason. How disappointing is it that, listen, this is the thing, I don't care if Davon, I'm going to throw some shade for a second, okay. but it's good shade because I like this person. Okay. Uh, although most of you on the internet don't like this person. But I saw Andy tweet the other day mm -hmm. that he can't even support Nicole anymore. But that's like his friend. Right. I don't care if Davon came in here, lit Julie Chen on fire, fucking ripped the stage apart, took a shit in the fridge like fucking Jay McCray from BBUK. Uh -huh. I don't give a shit what Davon would have done. <laughs> I'm on this boat till it sinks. Right. That's how I roll. I'll be saving hookers from the side of the road. Like, that's how I... So, uh, a little bit of shade to Andy, because if I was really Nicole's friend, which I've never met her, but if I was Nicole's friend, and I didn't like how she was playing the game this year, I would still have nothing but positive things to say about that bitch. Wait, wait a minute. Are you telling me he said something negative about her? Well, he just said that he has no one left to root for anymore, and that although Nicole is his friend... He does not like hashtag BB18 Nicole. He attacked me for not liking her earlier in the season. <laughs> well, you can go check his Twitter, but like two days ago, he. I'm not having Nicole. any more fights with Andy. Jason, you keep distracting and, but me. But I love Andy. But I love Andy too. And I think he got shit on on his. I think he was uh, good at what he did, and I think he gets a lot of shit for it. Here's what I'm going to say, and I'm going to get it out. Jason, I think you're going to be on Big Brother 19. True or false? Look, I just you, literally right as you were about to spit that out, we lost audio. Oh, <laughs> do you hear me now? You think I'm gonna be what on Big yeah, Brother you know. 19? Go. Do you gonna no. be on it? I uh, know I'm not gonna be on it. I Would wish you? I was gonna be on it. Would, Would I be you? on it? Of course. But I've said a million times, like I'd play Big Brother over and over and over for free, and um, of course I'd be on it. But 
Uh, I think we're running out of time for me to even know if that's real or not. I, 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 boo, I think I would have heard by now because um, his work don't roll like that. You know what I think? What? Thousands of people watching the show should all tweet at CBS Big Brother oh, and go, not. we need at the J-Roy on BB-19. It'll make us watch. <laughs> Honestly, the only way they could probably put me on this show again is if I was on an internet-only season. Because they've, you know, going in, they don't really know what type of personality you are. But I said I said it in the diary room all the time. I'm like, guys, guys, I'm sorry. I, if this only aired at showtime at midnight, like, I know you'd have plenty of things to air of me. But my sense of humor and my language and my brashness is not really 8 p.m. family-friendly. So, um, I probably would be better suited for an internet-only season, but, um... I think so, too, and I think you are too hard on yourself. I will again throw out, uh, only pre-jury person ever to be in top three of America's Favorite. That's a lie. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Who Howard. else? Howard. Okay, Howard, whatever season, And, and they did not used to reveal the top three. And that was they like... They didn't stop revealing the top three until like season 12, okay? False, and I say so. So Jason, being the only person pre-jury to be in top three, uh, you're on your Love by America, Jason. It's no, gonna happen. I'm, I'm a poor boy. No. Nope. America loves poor people because we identify with other poor people. See? So like a lot of my fans love me because I keep it so real, but also because I'm not like um, I haven't been handed everything in my life. I've really worked for everything I got, or my road has always been longer than everybody else's road. So it's hard to identify with these kids, which I, I no shade on anything with casting, but a lot of these kids we see on Big Brother, like d fucking Paul. Mm -hmm. Paul lives in a fucking mansion and is gonna buy his mom a Bentley That's with half, <laughs> half of the fucking prize money. That prize money would fix me my entire life all my friends, it yeah. would finally get me out of heroin capital, Massachusetts, and this motherfucker wants to buy a Bentley. So it's things like that, that American can like you and think you're funny and all, but Americans are really not going to ever identify with you because you're not a 99 percenter. You're clearly a well-privileged, well-off easy life person and i know i shouldn't say people with money just have an easy life but guess what when you ain't got no money you gotta struggle a lot and life with money means no struggling so fuck you i will take those problems any day but uh, first of all i said the same exact thing i was like when i watched paul i was like does his parents own a hotel are we live from the outside there was like arches and tennis courts and like they're on the veranda i'm he like looks like he lives in like the real world new orleans house yeah it's got fucking like corinthian columns there's a plantation in the backyard like what the fuck is this and oh you're gonna get a bentley but this is also the thing that makes me laugh is um or also has to do sort of mean with my america's favorite thing is uh i always get the like he's poor and lives in the mom's basement edit right. how many times have we heard that paul lives with his family none None. Not until we go to Paul's family do we show, oh, look, Paul lives at home, too. He doesn't get that edit. Almost everyone mm -hmm. on Big Brother lives at home with their family because they're all 25-year-olds with barely any real careers. Um, 
I think that's where America is at in life right now. Most people are not even out of their family homes until they're past, way past 25. So, I mean, that's normal, but it's just funny that I will always get the, da -da -da, he's in the basement, poor boy edit, and Paul's like, granted, Paul wouldn't get a poor boy edit, but it must be nice to be rich and have a clothing company just because your parents can afford to buy you one. If only my parents could afford to buy me a clothing company, I would look like a real cool individual as well. I can't believe you are going to put me in the position to defend these two things. Number one, if the story is true, yes, I don't think his parents helped him with the clothing line. I can't remember the story, but I have do- Have you ever met rich kids? Sure. Have you ever met rich Look, kids? Look, I saw the bedroom. It wasn't that nice. His mom is making out with his pillows, and it wasn't like 300 thread count. It was like, ooh, there's some white sheets. See, on I don't know if you know about enough rich kids. Rich kids do not have nice bedrooms. They, they don't. don't have nice... No, because they don't even... Half the time, they're not even here and there. They're driving around in their Bentleys and shit. They don't... You know what I'm saying? These A lot of these people are given... Um, given businesses because they need a career and their family realizes you need a career so we're just gonna buy you this business um i don't think that paul's done anything to rack up enough money to open up a small business do you no well no 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 i agree with you on that you know what it's like it's like when you cover reality TV for six years and then all yeah. of a sudden people get off the reality TV show and they're like, oh, let me start doing podcasts. Then nobody comes and does yours anymore because the people that were on Big Brother do them. It's like that. <laughs> I hear you, Jason. Um, here's, here's what I think. I think 100%. Oh, no, no, no. I know what else I wanted to say. You, in your opening package gave yeah. them lived in my mom's basement. I did. Well, I gave them that all along. I told them this is who I am. I work at a supermarket, but that's because I'm too real. I mean, I could have gone in there and said, I'm an inspiring <laughs> mouth farter or like whatever the fuck. But I mean, that's what most of these people do is they say who they want to be in 10 years and not who they are right now. And I was saying who I am right now. I really wish there was a way to do a poll because, I, again, I don't know if it's just fans of our show, but I can tell you, I think, and even in Joker's uh, updates, you are one of the people that fans related to the most, loved the most, were the most upset when they went out. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that... But, you know, that's also... I look at that all like... Everyone always like, stop talking down about yourself. But it's all relative to your season. Like, on this season, who knows? I could have been hated with this one or hated with that. It's all relative. And it's because I was certainly in the underdog side of the house. Now, say my side of the house had ran mm -hmm. my whole season. Y'all would have loved Shelly Clay and Vanessa. Y'all would have been like, these poor people. Everyone's... You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's also um, just how it all plays out. I hear what you're saying. I'm going to raise you the fact that you interact with fans. You do Snapchat. You're on shows like this. You're not somebody that blows off fans and doesn't care about them. So I think that but you that, are wrong. You know, right. Well, a lot of fans do appreciate that. But that also is a double-edged sword, is the more stuff you do and the more you interact, the more people look, the more I get. Oh, you're just really trying to hold on to this thing, huh? Like, you really think that y'all something else? Like, no, I don't think I'm something else. Um, I'm waiting for this year to be over so I can go back to just being Jason Roy and not Jason BB17. 
Oh, you'll always be Jason Roy to us, Jason Roy. <laughs> so basically what you're saying, Jason, is much like that HOH, you don't enjoy internet trolls. Oh my god, actually, I, I'm an internet troll myself, just because they get me going, and then... Please, I was in live feed chat room the other day, and I got, like, a little special, like, VIP thing, so, like, people's... It was just, like, blue, it just shows, Oh, like, oh, I, 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 yeah. I didn't know what But I was talking. fighting so much with trolls that I'm not even blue anymore. They, like, took away my blue status. They were like, nope, Jason, nope, sorry, you're not VIP now. If you want to fight out here with these trolls... I would like some, I would like to hear how you feel about the fact, because I think you will feel much stronger about it than me as someone that played this game. It's very frustrating to me that I feel like I am not allowed to have an opinion on who I like. Like, if I like someone, I'm a kiss-ass. If I hate them, I'm the devil. Well, what is I'm it sure like for, for you, you, because you're more like, if we want to call this the press side. Sure. Um, you're, you're part of press, and nobody ever trusts press. So, they're all thinking everyone's going to do it for press's own benefit, and you're going to say this or that. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, if I have an opinion, then people attack me about my personal things. And I'm like, we ain't talking about me. Like, we're talking about this person. But, like, I don't care. But, um, yeah, when you have an opinion, people feel a type of way. Because everyone has their own opinions, and they feel like they can express theirs. But house guests and press people and podcast people maybe shouldn't express theirs. But guess what? I've been a watcher of this show longer than almost every single you want to motherfuckers that watch it now. So um, you ain't going to tell me about how I can feel or not feel. That's how I feel about it. Do you know, because uh, I'm super smart, I had a great revelation the other day. Okay. It's BB-18, which means I've actually been watching big brother for 18 years Wait. not that i went back and watched old oh. like i've literally watched every season in real time since two we've been watching this for 18 years well it has it's like 16 but yeah well true with the right but winter. it's still like once you once you're up to these numbers you start realizing even me, I, I can remember BB2. I wanted to be on Big Brother when it was BB2. Mm -hmm. 15 seasons later, I was finally there, but like, who knows? We might have another 15 seasons from now. And mm. um, Okay, I'm going to fire. I don't think we will. I, I think it depends on how this online season does. Uh, let me fire quick questions okay. at you. Uh, Bernadette wants to know, Love who are your favorites? Oh God, you're not going to be able to answer this quickly. Who are your favorites on uh, Celebrity Big Brother right now? Okay, I am behind on Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, they're kind of a really strange group. And honestly, every time I think that I'm finding a favorite, I'm, like I said, I'm episodes behind. I'm seeing this stuff on Twitter that's making me go, oh, well, that one's probably not my favorite then if they're doing and saying and acting like that. So I really don't have an answer to that, Bernadette. Um, we will have to get back to you on that because I need to become a little bit more versed on the side of the BBUK this year. Um, and I know a lot of, it's funny, a lot of more people are watching it than um, even watched it last year because Frankie's there. And because it's, I'm so pissed we didn't cover it. Like, honestly, I should have just been like, oh, I'm pausing 18. We're going to move over to the other one. <laughs> That's interesting. That's follow-up. Tons of people want to know, uh, well, what do you think of Frankie on it? Have you seen um, any of them on it? I think that Frankie's coming across better on it than he came across here. Mm -hmm. um, everyone knows that I have fired shots at him nine million times. 
But the more and the more I end up interacting with him, mm -hmm. the more I'm actually... Um, I don't change my old opinions. I still think that he was an arrogant dick on his season. I still think that he was very up himself. Nah, nah, nah. But every time I meet him, he is really such a friendly, nice guy to me. And we even talk like... I know I always talk shit about you, and he's like, yeah, I know, it's okay. So, honestly, I really think that um, deep down in his core, he is a nice guy, although um, I think he does a lot of things for attention and benefit, and clearly it's got him the benefit. I mean, um, he's on Celebrity BBUK right now. Would Frankie have gotten on that show if he was just Ariana Grande's brother? No. He got on that show because he's Ariana Grande's brother and has done all these other things that has shown that he can create a storyline and can turn himself into a character, whether a villain, a hero, a main character, a secondary. He knows this TV stuff. So um, I think it's smart of them to bring him in. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see how he will try to integrate um, BBUS into BBUK because it's not really strategy-based. But um, if you're a BBUS person, you're never going to get out of the strategy mindset. Like I always say, I would love to do BBUK. Obviously not a uh, celebrity series. I would want to do a long-ass civilian series. But um, it, how do you translate between the two? It's interesting to see. It, I, I hear everybody's loving him. I hear people that hated Frankie on his season are right. loving him. Are always. loving him now. But we also have to understand about UK is the public has a very different opinion than the United States public. Whatever the United States usually <laughs> hates, like Gary Busey won Celebrity Big, Big Brother UK. We look at Gary Busey here in the United States like this fucking ignoramus. Like uh -oh. we... He won over there. They love his ignoramus ass. So you also have to look at it a little bit like the difference of opinion of countries. So I'm expecting Frankie will probably definitely be in the Celebrity Big Brother final. Mm -hmm. um, whether he can win, we'll, I mean, we're, it's too early to call now. But I mean, we've also had people in the final that are completely hated. Right. So um, the way that the public leaves and keeps people around is very different over there so we'll just have to see how it turns out but he is coming across of what i've seen a lot better than he came across here but also what what the uk like to see and what we like to see are a little bit different 100 percent. and and it, you know he came across as arrogant and um like celebrity uh whatever when he was in the civilian series of ours but now he's with a bunch of celebrities where he's actually a low level celebrity so it's a little bit um a different realm for him to be in so he's not going to behave the same i number one feel like i guess i shouldn't be really happy that gary Busey tweeted quoted my tweet during sharknado 4 now i also feel that uh yeah i agree with you first on off Frankie. your first problem was that you were watching sharknado 4 uh <laughs> excuse me there are housewives in it so <laughs> there are housewives in it and we which ones if they ain't from atlanta i don't fuck with them uh most four from atlanta yes oh, okay 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 yes now you're with it you watch it to make fun of it it's the worst horri horrible cheesy campy i mean tara reed's in it who was also on celebrity bbuk tara reed and her faces are in it she has multiple faces she and does. it's quite freaky um yeah so uh frankie like him now i completely agree on everything that you said about frankie and i don't fault him for using his sister on his season because i feel like you got to use what you got 
You gotta use what you got, and exactly like when you say, you tell them what you got to tell them. If I could only say I got a pop star sister, all I could say is I live in a basement and work at the grocery store, but you have to just say what it is. And at least he was really honest with saying what it is. He's saying I'm pop star's brother and na 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 I also think he grew up a lot, or must have in the in the last year. Because what I will say, the the uh, Frankie that we were around at the BB-18 premiere party, yep. I thought was super sincere, and I actually felt yep. like I had a real connection with. The one I, that was at yeah. the premiere party the year before... Not so much. ...was a giant doucher. <laughs> <laughs> when I met him at BB-17 finale, um, I would say we connected about 50%. I was holding him definitely at arm's length. But I got along with him really well at the 18 premiere. We went to his house afterwards and hung out and stuff. Um, I got along with him really well then. So... Mm-hmm. Um, you never know what what it is, but uh, I think he probably... Ha- We've all changed a lot since... Uh, even in the last year since I've done my season, I've changed a whole lot. So um, I'm sure he's changed. I know. I mean, oh my God, there's a million questions for you, but I don't want to keep you here forever. I'm going to ask you this last one. I'm going to say, we can do like a hot cold, like a yes, no. <laughs> I- I'm trying, but you're like 20 hours. I, we know, got- yeah. I was just, no, I don't like Celebrity Big Brother UK right now. I and do- next. <laughs> and next. Um, bi- well, you can't answer this one quickly, but it's from uh, Big Zilla, and yeah. she wants to know, uh, Jason, if BB can... tries to do the international twist again yeah and this time gets to include somebody from bbus yeah who do you think would be the best fit for it um who i would like to probably see a girl Mm -hmm. um and i would probably say someone more recent um i don't um i mean you don't want to say like let's put vanessa in which is sort of like Tim was like the Vanessa of BB Australia. Mm-hmm. They didn't just put in any house guest. They put in one of the best from his prospective country or series. Not saying that Vanessa is the absolute best of our country or series. So I would almost probably like to see maybe sort of what they did by picking a Jace, a random lower level person. Um, maybe maybe the Nolan sisters, put them both in, put both girls in Canada. Um, even maybe Shelly. I'm thinking of people from my season just because I sort of know how they play and how they behave. Um, I think that Canada does really great at casting on their own, but there's so many people you could tap for that, and it will always go a different way every time. I really want to see um, Canada versus America, though. I want 16 house guests, 8 Americans, 8 Canadians. It doesn't have to be necessarily versus because I would be a traitor to the Americans and immediately go work with the Canadians. But um, it, it would be interesting to see how two distinctive BB families um, cooperate or don't cooperate during a season. It would be super fascinating. And I will say... Uh... Uh, I've had conversations with Arissa about it. Do, does Arissa like follow you on Twitter? She does. She followed me during BB Can Four. I love Arissa. I Did wish she- that I love Julie Chen too, but I wish that Julie Chen um, had like the social commentary that Arissa puts into it. Does Arissa four a.m. tweet you about Big Brother eighteen? No, four a.m. No, but she, Arissa will. Um, she retweets and has she finds like the best tweets there's so many times that I find myself on her page because yeah. her opinion is just on point like Arissa knows what's good 
I'll tell you when the show when the show's over in one second about what I think could happen for Canada versus America. Until then, everyone, it's spoilers. But look, mm. here's what here's what I want to say, Jason. Number yes. one, chat room, apologize for not asking all of your questions. Jason, who knows if we're gonna have other people back until the season ends? Uh, we have a million questions for you. You're always welcome here. I know you're very busy. Oh, um, but first, a million people want you to know, happy pre-almost birthday. Oh, thank you! So Jason's birthday is the 13th. Yes. And I, speaking on and behalf I don't of- have to watch TV on it this year, thank God. Watch it? Oh. Last be- year was eviction show, so I, like, fucking watched Shelly and Jackie be evicted. So it went from, like, bye, Shelly, it's my birthday, and getting shots to being, like, we're crying over Jackie. I just want to go far away. I think I want to go get a massage and a mani-pedi and go to a casino or something. I don't know. I need. I want somebody to pay for me to go out and have a good ass time because it's about time. It's been a couple of years since I've been a reckless mess on my birthday, and I'm here for it. I really. But get- everyone's going to an event in Florida, and I'm missing that. It's gonna be sad. Really gonna regret saying this on camera, but Jason, yeah. Yeah. as it turns out, on August thirteenth, I might have free rooms at Foxwoods and <gasps> might. And might be there, so we should really talk. So because talk. that is where I have considered going on that date. Well, we will talk when this show is over. Wow! I might, I can get you a room for free. Um. Uh. So okay. Uh. Oh my God. What is my book? Happy bro. Oh. Uh, you, you keep trying to trick me. So, what I think everybody should do to make Jason's birthday super duper happy You can is- send him presents at jasonroybb17 at paypal.com. Oh, I did not think you were going to actually let me get away with doing that. I was going to say <laughs> yes. Jason oh accepts God, PayPal. So petty. Do it. I think you should all send <laughs> no, Jason No, I hate gifts. that shit. That's so Zach Rance. Uh, it would be Zach Rance if you did it every single show, and that's all you did. But I think it's Jason's birthday, and we should all make it be a happy birthday. Yeah, I'll start. Okay. I'll do one right when the show ends. You want to <laughs> Y'all are dumb. Um, okay, so, Jason, tell people where they can find you on social media. You can find me at the J. Roy on Twitter. At the official J. Roy on the Instagram. Uh, the J. Roy on Snapchat. It's the J. Roy. Basically, I'm all fucking everything. And you can usually catch me on Wednesday nights now, Chill McCray, um, talking a little bit BB-18 as well. At what See, time? you think, um, uh, well, that's always changing. It's me and McCray, you know? We're a bit all over the place. So, usually on Wednesdays, sometime after Wednesdays, we don't really do a recap. We just sit and talk shit. Do you usually do it after the show airs or before after the, the show, show airs? After okay, the so show. there you go. It's usually a, a 9 o'clock, 9 whatever, 10.30 show. People, you all got your Wednesday set. You come to us from the hour before the show. You watch the show. Oh, you go you to go. Jason and them after. There you go. Yeah, It's like we're all doing a show together. We're integrated. It is integrated. Uh, of course, Jason's links to everything will be below this show uh, on all of his social media. And my PayPal. <laughs> yeah, well, it's at the... J- I, I, actually, I can put his PayPal below this because I have it. Uh, it oh, will be God. on the edited show below this if you'd like to send Jason birthday gifts. Do it. Bye, everybody. Oh my God, terrible. Hey, <laughs> just kidding. I love you. <laughs>